This is a podcast for the dreamers, a place to feel nourished and seen, a place to call in our highest path possible and to explore our desires, hopes, wishes, and dreams. I'm your guide, Emily Elliott. Welcome to The Magnetic Life. So I did something really big and momentous this week, something that feels super vulnerable to share. But it also feels really important to share it because I know it was right. And because recently, I also have a lot of people reaching out with the intention to do something similar. That crazy wild thing that I did this week was surrender my naturopathic doctor license. For anyone not familiar with this license, it is a four and a half year degree that requires multiple rigorous board exams and many hours in clinic training, aka what consumed my life from 2012 to 2016 and even beyond. As a naturopathic doctor, you are trained in all of the sciences like anatomy, physiology, immunology, pharmacology, as well as the additional natural modalities like herbalism, traditional Chinese medicine, nutrition, and the list goes on. With this whopping course load, we would be in daily exams for almost two weeks with very little room to breathe. Long story short, with this extensive journey behind me, this was not a decision that I took lightly. It also feels like a very freeing, aligned, and perfect decision. The best one I could have ever made for myself. As I tap into my body today, just days after surrendering my license, there is so much emotion. I always tell my clients that fear and excitement can be a similar emotion in a lot of ways, and this is ringing true. While the fear of giving up something I worked so hard for is truly dissolving away, I am allowing more and more space for the excitement of how much more space I will have in my career as a mindset coach and NLP practitioner. And so I continue to hold space for both of those feelings to exist together, allowing old feelings and old fears to float away as I hold on to this peaceful balloon of trust, faith, and knowing that brought me to this place today. I also want to start this podcast by saying that while this profession was not the right path for me, I deeply respect and admire my naturopathic colleagues and the work that they do more than anything in the world. I have personally witnessed so many incredible healing stories where nothing else was working. I have witnessed people feel seen and heard and long overdue medical gaps being filled in as people finally find answers. I am so proud to have been a part of this profession. I also have so much love and the highest regard for all my patients and feel so lucky to have been a part of their path even for a short time. So let me start with gratitude for all of my colleagues and previous patients whom I hold with the absolute highest regard. And now I will begin with my story. 
As I share this decision, I think it is important to share that I really did question my decision to become a naturopathic doctor all the way through school. I remember frequently telling my friends I wasn't sure this was for me and they had compassionate space and, you know, just let me feel what I needed to feel. Well, a few friends shared the sentiment in the tough moments. I would say many felt okay and happy to be on the journey. And of course, there were some that felt just like me too, and since have also changed professions. Some of you may be wondering why it didn't feel right. And there are for sure reasons to share. But overall was the feeling that this just isn't it. And at this stage of my life, I no longer rely on pros and cons lists because in my heart, I always know. As I look back, maybe I didn't even know what I was feeling. Maybe I felt like I would be a quitter if I left school, that I would be admitting defeat, that maybe there would be no options left for my future and that I would be destroying my chance at future success. There were for sure a medley of emotions below the surface. And this was a super fascinating part about my path, that I was seeking to find the balance between feeling like maybe I wasn't giving something my all, and that I was giving up too early, and that I needed to keep going and get my money's worth, Versus that intuitive knowing that this just isn't right. It's almost as though I had trouble believing that when my career was right one day, that I would stay the course and that I would make it through the harder times. And so this shaky belief consumed my years of trying to figure out what I wanted to do about staying in the naturopathic profession. I couldn't seem to intuit the difference between trusting myself and my best yes versus when I was actually just giving up. And the root cause of this problem was probably twofold. Number one, I had been hyper-educated out of trusting my gut and intuition across my lifetime. And number two, I had a deep belief that I had spent so much getting to where I wanted to be, that I needed to prove something about this education. I needed to prove that I was getting somewhere from it, and I needed to prove I could make use of it. The people around me, without knowing it, many were perpetuating the belief by saying things like, oh, you've worked so hard for that, and now you're just going to give it away? But this belief was not helpful. It had me too trapped in the literal world. In the quantum world, and the world of pure potential, I know that if I am in alignment, I can earn back what I spent on my loan a hundredfold with no problems, and that the skills that I acquired at school will serve me in the perfect way forever. For example, I truly believe that by being at school, I saved my own life and a number of health issues, as well as health stuff for my partner and my family members just through that knowledge and that is so more than enough of a reason to have been to school 
I remind myself every day that health is the greatest wealth. And so even just putting the knowledge to personal use is powerful. So if you are currently stuck in this place of feeling like your job isn't a fit, and then you second guess yourself and say, nah, it's fine. And you justify that you either spend too much money or too much time getting to where you are. Ask yourself, what limiting beliefs are impeding you from taking a true heart-centered decision? A gut instinct, a visceral yes or no. When we live in the field of possibility, we can actually collapse time and collapse money obstacles just by stepping into alignment. I have seen people generate 10, 20, 100 times the income just by doing the right work for them because it's more easeful, natural, and true. And simply put, time passes anyway. So why not put the time we have left into something truly meaningful? In my coaching sessions with women, another major limiting belief that comes up as they are preparing to drop a big title or make a big change is this very painful belief. What will people think? This feeling and this particular belief used to be a strong one for me. But over the years, I can honestly say it has become almost non-existent. The more that I have made bold moves, I have heard less and less, you're so crazy, and more, wow, that's amazing, that's super brave, and things like, I'm so inspired. So what our limited thinking does is focus on the idea that people will perceive us as less important, less prestigious, less knowledgeable. But what our expansive thinking does is show us that sometimes people are looking for someone to go first, someone to lead the way, someone to pave the way, and show how it's done. Something that I do with my clients, just to kind of stretch their mindset a little, is to have them share with me who it is that they think is going to care so much about this particular decision. And, funny enough, Most of the time, it is people who are not even major players in their life. Someone they knew from high school or a colleague at work who thinks their choice makes no sense. So it's also important to ask ourselves, who is the committee that we are letting run the show in our mind? Do we want to let them run the show or gracefully have them to the door of our mind and then reclaim our power? And then, of course, there are going to be people who are important in our life that may disagree with our actions. Many people share that this is actually family. And yes, that can be a tough one. Though, oftentimes, it's important to remember and understand that these people are trying to love us and keep us safe from the way that they know how. And if our choices are something they have never heard of before or something they have never personally witnessed someone do successfully, of course it's going to stir them up a little just because it's new. And so this is where the idea of really, really trusting ourselves begins. 
This is something many of us are absolutely terrified to do. My first wake-up call with trusting myself was at a professional development weekend. Blake and I actually chose to spend the week after our wedding at a butt-kicking professional development event. And not the kind where you passively take notes, feel inspired for a day, and then put them in a drawer never to be read again. But the kind where you are deeply immersed in the work, doing the activities, and getting live feedback that doesn't always feel so great. But it's the kind that will help you forever. The first activity in this particular workshop was one where you had to write, this was at the end of the day, an anonymous feedback form to the people you had just met eight hours earlier. Some of them you may have not even really interacted with, but the exercise was more about first impressions. At the end of the day, Blake and I collected our little papers and went upstairs to the hotel to read them. I had about eight people in my group and eight papers to review. Frantically, flipping through them, I just really wanted to see what people thought of me. I wasn't always so great at feedback, so I was nervous. I took a look at my papers, and my heart sunk to the floor. My throat closed up. Under the part where it says, do you trust this person? Three people had indicated no. I threw myself into the bed where we were staying and broke down into tears. Blake looked at me empathetically, trying to understand. He also had a little bit of quote-unquote bad feedback, but he was mostly unaffected. He had depersonalized this feedback and realized that people didn't really know him that well, so why did it matter? I didn't leave the room that night despite having a great group of people to go out with and delicious food surrounding us in the heart of the city. I needed to be alone with my shock, emotions, and disappointment. Not a new pattern for me. The next day, we had paid for extra time at a brunch with the lead coaches. The main coach saw me hovering over the breakfast bar, not looking up or making eye contact. I was different than I had been the day before. My head was hung low, so he moved his body here, there, and everywhere to meet my lowered gaze. What's up, he said. I immediately burst into tears. Those emotions just waiting for the opportunity to flood. I shared with my coach, who I absolutely adored, that the three people in my group, it was anonymous, but that three people had circled the part of the ballot that said they don't trust me. Without even flinching, he looked at me deep into the eyes, kind of like a piercing gaze that just goes straight to your soul. He said, Emily, do you trust yourself? Whoa. (laughs) He hit something big. I gulped and looked back at him, completely cracked open, exposed, vulnerable. I replied, no. Nothing else needed to be said. His message was clear as day. If I don't trust myself, How could I possibly expect others to trust me? 
It was deep, profound, and powerful. This moment was a catalyst for me. I asked myself, what decisions am I avoiding? How am I dimming my light because I am standing in the energy of judgment and just not knowing and not wanting to be seen for who I really am? It was time to step forward into trusting my gut, that thing I used to do so, so well with no second thoughts. It seems as though the more educated I had become, I had lost my ability to trust that inner wisdom. It was almost as though my scientific brain and my intuitive brain had trouble existing together. I promised myself that the next yes that I felt in my belly, I wouldn't flinch, I wouldn't overthink. I would follow true energy. And so by the end of 2018, I still hadn't decided if I would be dropping this license. Though I did have a strong awakening to the fact that I needed to tune in better and reacquaint myself with myself. My first intuitive yes in a long time came in the form of an educational training. At first, I thought to myself, okay, Emily, there you go, spending more money on education and it's not going to go anywhere. Though I decided to soften the inner critic and just trust what I knew I was feeling. This decision wasn't my head leading the charge. It was my heart, and that's how I knew it was right. No part of me wanted to take this training because of what others would think or because others would give me cool feedback. In fact, most people said to me, what in the world is NLP, hypnosis, and EFT? (laughs) And even though that's something I used to fear, it totally gave me peace. I was getting better at being misunderstood. I felt less of a need to prove myself, and just enjoyed trusting myself. What a revelation. (laughs) By the time my first baby was about to arrive in 2020, my certification was in action, and it felt really good. Things were getting closer. Five months after he was born, I had had a handful of clients and was feeling absolutely and completely aligned. In the meantime, my naturopathic license was on hold. By early 2022, with my coaching experience in my back pocket, and with the guidance of this sweet, sweet baby of mine who I want to be an honest example for, I made the absolute and final decision. It was time to let the license go. And so, on February 27th, 2022, (laughs) I put the paperwork to terminate my license. Whoa. Over $100,000 in education. Years of time and sweat and blood and tears and my spirit just knew none of that mattered. Well, there is so much peace in my decision. There is, of course, vulnerability too. No matter what we do in life, we will attract a ton of judgment from others. It's just kind of unavoidable. For every person who thinks my decision is amazing... There's another person who thinks my decision is absolutely crazy. (laughs) And so it feels vulnerable to share the decision, the feelings, and the story. 
For many of us, especially for women, it can be incredibly challenging to not care what people think. We want to be loved, admired, and respected. Though as we chatted about earlier in this podcast, those people aren't the ones that wake up and live your life every day. So why do we give them so much authority and power in our decision-making? And also, while I do have peace and ease in this moment, there have been many challenging financial, spiritual, and emotional moments along the way. But every moment of the way, I chose to hold on to and channel my faith. The most incredible part about leaving behind the things that just aren't working is that every decision that gets closer and closer to who I am, other things start to just magically fall in alignment too. During the time when my profession wasn't feeling right, so many other things felt completely misaligned too. For example, I was living in a part of the city that made me feel trapped and anxious. I was seeking out opportunities like teaching yoga and gaining collaborations into the community. And it literally felt like I was pushing a boulder trying to make this happen. And then when my career started to feel more aligned, I literally saw my inbox flooded with these types of aligned opportunities. As I always say to my clients, you can't separate the parts of your life. If something is off with your profession, you will feel it in your relationship. If something is off with you and your best friend, you're going to feel it in your lifestyle. So as whole beings, this is why we need to live in a way that satisfies our mind, body, and soul. So ask yourself, what energy are you carrying into your day as you go to work? What energy are you bringing home? And how is it all being transferred? For many of my clients, they share that their profession makes them feel very heavy-headed and analytical and that it becomes harder to play, hard to enjoy life. They share that this is something that absolutely wears them down because they have so much less light and fire to do the things they love and to show up as who they know they truly are. And so one of the earliest exercises that I do with clients is to identify the values they want in their life and then make this non-negotiable. So for me, my leading values are freedom, light, spirituality, community, and finding the beauty in every day. This guiding light has radically transformed my life. As I wrap up this podcast, something I super want to emphasize is that it's a really common belief that we shouldn't give up something we've worked quote-unquote hard for. But what if we don't have to work super hard in life to get the results we want? What if things could be done with more ease? When we buy into the fact that the universe can deliver things with ease, something better, something made just for you, we open into a world of possibility. So when someone shares with me that the main reason they aren't moving forward with their gut feeling professionally is they love to see people's reaction when they share their professional title, aka the one not really serving them, I ask them, what could feel even better than that? 
What if you could wake up and jump out of bed? What if you could wake up and feel aligned, like you are making an impact, like your days literally float by? Is that better than getting an impressed reaction from someone you barely know? If you are currently feeling the pull in your heart to see what else is out there, know that I see you, I respect you, and I respect how rich and complex this decision is. And also, know I believe in you to make the best decision for your future self. If you imagine yourself at 90 years old, what person do you want to see? What version of yourself? Are you showing up as that person now? It may seem like just day by day, the weeks float by right now, but time is so precious and so is your happiness. My sincerest thanks for letting me share a massive piece of my heart and mind. Here's me signing off, I suppose kind of titleless, <laughs> but doing my best to show up as my most authentic human. See you in the next one.